Heidi fucking ho, boys. This is Dana DiLorenzo, a.k.a. Kelly Maxwell from Ash vs. Evil Dead. And you're listening to The Horror Returns. Download that shit, motherfucks. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-host, Philip. Uh, Brian, we uh, we definitely hope that uh, that Kevin pops in for a surprise visit on location. That would be uh, outstanding. But how's it going, guys? Good. Oh, it's going. It's definitely going. Trying to, trying to stay safe and healthy out here. I know, man. I don't even know what to do with it anymore. Everybody's wearing masks again. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot more masking, even here, man. Yeah. But it was it was funny. I actually went into the um, <laughs> the Walgreens here, and I'm like, okay, it's a pharmacy. There's you know people that are literally dealing with medicine working behind the counters. I'm going to wear my mask. Because so, a lot of places I go, frankly, guys, these days I don't. Um probably need to start rethinking that these days but uh well, I go it's, in getting, there and I'm it's getting weird up here so it's yeah it's so off it's so off but i'm literally the only person in the walgreens wearing a mask i'm like of all places i would have thought for sure uh, that they would have all been aj come say hi real quick uh-oh i got a finger okay <laughs> oh, wife doesn't want to man i i i can't imagine you guys would get it again oh. hey Hello. Hey. I can't imagine you guys would get it again, and you've had the vaccine and already had it. So even if you did get it, it couldn't be that bad. The only thing I'm worried about, dude, is that I'm going to get it and not know I have it and and pass it to somebody because they're saying it can still live in your lung lining or whatever. So I I mean, the vaccines are supposed to at least help with it and make sure you don't fucking die so uh yeah they're out there they're available brian and i were talking about it before the show man i'm i'm definitely not interested in that third shot yet <laughs> i want to yeah. see if they god for god's sake they've got to be still working on something oh i know i fucking hope that's not a thing aren't yeah. they going aren't they doing something literally specifically against delta now i don't know how i don't know I, I, I don't know anything anymore I know, dude. Well, it changes every other week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know First they cool said there's going to be a third shot. Then they said there's going to be a third shot with boosters after that. And like, uh, that's, a, that's a lot of stuff we're pumping into our bodies. Yeah, that sounds right? iffy. Iffy. <laughs> <laughs> Sketchy. <laughs> I mean, it's still technically experimental, man. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, well, 
I am kind of glad I got the Pfizer because I think that's the one that's about to, supposed to get FDA approval in the next two to three weeks from what I hear. Yeah, they've also so got the most money. Ah, that's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Read between the lines. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't think coronavirus is anybody's cool of the week. Nah, not mine. <laughs> no. Jesus, I hope it just goes the fuck away. <laughs> uh, I got... Two movies in a show, so I'll I'll jump in real quick. Um, okay, all right. Checked out uh, Snake Eyes, the oh, yeah? GI Joe movie. Uh, the fake storyline, as Nez says, huh? I didn't hate it. I really didn't okay, hate so. it. There were there was some good action. Um, I enjoyed the cast in it, especially um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name that plays Storm Shadow. He he was great as Storm Shadow. Yeah, that was always my favorite guy. Yeah. Uh, but I did have a lot of problems with the story. I do think they can suicide squad this uh, movie if, if it becomes a, if it has a sequel. Okay. Cause there's a, there's a lot to work with that you can, uh, you can fix. Uh, to me, it was just, it was all story that, that was wrong. Gotcha. So, okay. so but the think, action was good. And does it compare to suicide? The like, the old school Suicide Squad, where it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was because you you can you can go listen on E Society. Nez Nez says it all. You know, as far as you know, you you got an idea of Snake Eyes growing up with the with the comics and the cartoon, and okay. they kind of went different with this. Yeah, hmm. and I can I kind of see what they were trying to do. It's just it it right. didn't work for me. But like I said, they're they can definitely fix it. I haven't heard great things, so I haven't tried to watch it yet. And I'm uh, afraid I'll be disappointed. Yeah, we were talking off off mic uh, about Smar Weaving. She shows up in it, so. Oh well, that's a plus. Yeah, you automatically get a one for that. Plus. Yeah, she's kicking plus. ass in it, so definitely. Uh, ah. There's a lot of things they they can work with and fix. So uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Remake it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah, like like I said, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, do a, do a soft reboot. Right. There you go. A reboot sequel. They, what would they call it? Snake Eye? Or what? <laughs> well, they never should have. They never should have. I know. I know. Snake Eyes is one of the most popular characters, but they never should have picked him to do a solo GI Joe movie to trying to kick off a, a franchise. I mean, I they, they could have, but I think it would have had to be really dark and serious. Yeah. I, a lot of people like him as like an anti-hero, right? Yeah. I mean, because he well, doesn't they, talk. Well, I mean, it is called G.I. Joe, so yeah, maybe the guy that started G.I. Joe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't make movies. I just watch them and come <laughs> out here and complain about them. But. I think it's worth the watch. Uh, Tell them how to do their job that we have no idea how to do. Exactly. Hey, that's what we go for here. <laughs> I, I think it's worth the watch. It's um, it's right. now it's now on VOD. If uh, anybody doesn't at these times want to go out to the theater, so uh, give it okay. a try. Trying to go in there, just you know, it's it's a it's a comic book, cartoon based show or movie that you know it's it's a, it's a popcorn movie so yeah well i can watch it with kids i'll watch it oh, oh yeah absolutely definitely yeah. uh let's see last night i checked out uh, the girl who got away 
It's what? uh the fuck is <laughs> I've never heard of a, that. It's an independent uh, release from uh what is the uh, Quiver dis- distribution. Uh, they they at, t- at times send us uh, screeners. Okay. And um this one was was pretty decent. It's a uh, hmm. It's about a girl. She she was abducted when she was younger and then it flashes forward to when she was older and she gets news that uh, the lady that abducted her is broken out of prison. And all these murders start happening and she's trying to explain that it has to be her, but the police are basically like where she is at the time and the timing of everything is not working out to her theories that, that the lady broke out and started murdering people coming after her. And there's a lot of, there's a little couple of twists and turnies in there and it, it was pretty decent. It did lag in the middle, but, uh, some of okay. the kills were kind of decent, but the effects of some of the kills were pretty good. They look like, oh, uh, okay. look like practical. So where is it, is this streaming or where where can you find it? Uh, it's uh, VOD. VOD. But, okay, gotcha. So it's but, a rental, as we say yes. around here. Okay. Yes, but if you gotcha. know where to look, you know where to look. <laughs> you sounded like Jax. Oh, <laughs> that's like that's like something the Sons of Anarchy would do. Man, is is do a, a wait? They did do a, a porno thing, didn't they? Wasn't yeah. that one of their businesses for a while? They had a oh, porn gosh, studio. Oh gosh, what was it called? It was called something. <laughs> Jack's Enterprises or something like that. No, it had like a funny name to it. <laughs> and the guys would like just hang out there and watch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when they weren't selling opium or guns. Yeah, I'm like, well, you guys to got be the fair, cart- if you were in some sort of gang that had a porn uh-huh. studio and you could just go hang out and watch. Yeah, but there was there was. <laughs> There was times when they had like the cartel and uh-huh. the, the IRA and right whatever like they had like fifty different gangs after them and they're just like watching more <laughs> being filmed. Gotta, gotta take some downtime. <laughs> Literally. And, and really quick life uh, balance. <laughs> really quick, I checked out. Uh, it's kind of a new-ish Apple TV Plus show, uh, Physical, with Rose Byrne. Oh. Oh, I've heard good and bad. I like it. I think Pete tapped out. <laughs> I don't know. I just I I like Rose Byrne. And yeah, well, Pete tapped out of Game of Thrones after one episode. So what does that tell you? Oh gosh. Oh what, man, you got to stick doing? in there. <laughs> what are you doing, on, Pete? Pete? So what is it, Brian? Snake Eyes? Uh, yeah, I'll go Snake Eyes. But I, I do recommend uh, Physical. Uh, if you like Rose Byrne and just watching a, a, a housewife with a mundane life just kind of stumble upon aerobics and <laughs> she kind of has like, I don't know, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it, does it, Rose, it's does entertaining. Does Rose get naked? That's the she, question. She did at one scene, but she was strategically covered up in certain spots. Uh, okay, like side boob or something like that. Yeah, cuz I, I let a little a little spoiler out. Like she she has like an eating disorder. So she'll okay. go rent a hotel room with a whole bunch of burgers and get naked and lay out all the burgers and eat them and then go throw them up. <laughs> and you don't see her boobs, so uh, That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. But then she stumbles upon aerobics because this is uh, the the time period it's set is when aerobics <laughs> was super big. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. And then her <laughs> husband is like the biggest fucking piece of shit. Like she has right. to deal with him and is he kind of a Guido type or what? He's like a, a former like he, he gets let go of his position as a I think he's a college teacher, professor. And then he decides to go into politics, and he's just yeah. a fucking useless person. Well, he went into politics. That should yeah. have told you something. Any politician, <laughs> fucking so, moron. <laughs> I definitely recommend that. But yeah, I'll go. I'll go Snake Eyes. All right, nice. I'll check it out. Uh, well, I uh, I, I did some Neil Blumkamp homework this week. Ah, uh, sort of. I didn't watch uh, Chappie and all that, although I'm, I'm I don't mind any of them. Um, okay. But I did go back and watch uh, Aliens. Uh, well, not oh. Aliens. We started with Prometheus. My daughter wanted to watch something scary. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I showed her Prometheus, and she said that uh. was scary enough. And oh, so, the- so you <laughs> like the game, o- the game over, man? Aliens? That Aliens? Uh, no, we didn't go Aliens. We went Prometheus first, and then we went okay. Alien, the original. Mm. Oh, yeah. That That's one's scared me. <laughs> I was about to say yes. you tried to terrify her. That, one, <laughs> oh, that yeah. one's like a slasher movie almost. Right. Well, we, yeah, no, we had we had gone kind of up in scale. She's watched Psycho Gorman and stuff, and she was like, Dad, that's not scary enough. And I'm like, all right, well, let's check oh, this yeah. out. See yeah, what my granddaughters love Psycho Gorman and also uh, Alien, the original, and also Jaws, yeah. right, Caitlin? <laughs> my, my, my daughter could not get into Psycho Gorman. She she hated really? the little girl. She hated the little girl in it. Oh, me, me, well, come on, sense. dude. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. I love her more. I love her more now. The the it, <laughs> I think what it took was the three year old watching it with me, a couple of times, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fist pumping every time Mimi comes on screen now. Well, I can I can understand how you would not like the little girl. I like her, but yeah, I, I was trying to know, explain you're you're not. Gotta, I don't think you're supposed to like her. Yeah. So <laughs> she's a little over the top, but it's on purpose. Of course. Uh, but yeah, no. So I showed my showed my daughter that, and then we watched the Alien Covenant. She not she oh, sat wow. through that one too. Yeah, we wow. uh, we did like the. Accomplishment, man. I guess the first three, if you want to take it that direction. Um, and then, uh, and then I got in a sci-fi mood and watched Gattaca. Oh, oh I haven't. Seen that I I just like a few weeks ago picked that up on Blu-ray, and I have not rewatched it yet. I remember liking it though. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it is so great. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah, Ethan yeah. Hawke, and uh, they they're like. Genetically enhanced humans versus regular humans, which, I mean, fuck, we may not be too far away from too that. Too far away. Isn't yeah. that the one where you have to, like, show them your wrist and they scan it for you to get into your office? Yeah, you have to, like, prick yeah. your fingers so they can identify right. your DNA. Doesn't right. he, like, try to counterfeit something to, to yeah. get? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he counterfeits uh, Jude Law. And uh, because he's like a genetically enhanced dude, but he broke his legs uh, right. or is paralyzed or whatever. And oh, uh, counterfeit stuff. Yeah. Kind of like what happened up here. As 3,000 uh, vaccinated uh, cards was confiscated. Oh, I heard about that. Was that in Alaska? <laughs> yeah. 
Somebody oh, was shit. trying to ship them up here. It was like yeah. 3,000 pre-filled. I think somebody did that in the UK, too. Uh, it happened in, it happened in Cal- California, too. Really? Uh, That's yeah. fucking crazy. Anywhere there's identification cards, there's counterfeiting. Anywhere there's money, there's counterfeiting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about, like, the UK. They had one that uh, she... It was a nurse, and she injected a bunch of vaccines that were just what? saline. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not... Nice. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up. Insane. Well, could have been worse. You could have injected somebody's semen into them, I guess, huh? <laughs> oh, speaking of, semen, <laughs> speaking of semen, uh, Lance, I listened to your commentary on Don't Breathe. Yeah. You were, you were keeping it very explicit on there, my friend. Was I? Yeah, that's what we do, man. That's we 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 fight hard for the for the E label. Well, you definitely gave gave Binge Media their explicit tag for that episode. <laughs> and I and I'm proud of proud of myself for that, man. Thank you. Consider that and, a great compliment. And I'm still kind of not over this fucking Norman Nordstrom fucking name. <laughs> Who was that again? The blind man. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Norman Norman Norman, Norman. Norman. Yeah. Uh, Look out, guys. Norman's coming after you. God damn it. Well, there was Norman Bates. That worked pretty well. That's different. We <laughs> got introduced to him as Norman Bates. Right. Sounds like stuttering Stanley. <laughs> he got Norman Nordstrom. And then you have Norman Macy's. <laughs> What's Norman up, guys? Dillard's. Norman's coming. <laughs> Jesus. Oi, you gonna do fucking nerd, Philip? Philip, you had a huge week for you, man. Yeah, dude, that's a lot of stuff that I watched. And then, well, and after uh, Brian was talking about watching Hell's Kitchen, uh, I switched over over from Kitchen Nightmares to Hell's Kitchen, and I fucking love that show. Wow, it's it's so. Me and Philip were talking about it. It's it's relaxing, like just watching him fucking yell at somebody. Comfort TV, huh? I stayed awake till like three o'clock in the morning watching Hell's Kitchen because I, I mean I couldn't quit. <laughs> that guy has he'll let anybody have it, even a customer. I watched an episode the other day where the guy didn't have enough pumpkin in his pumpkin risotto, and then Gordon said, "Bend over and I'll ram it up your ass." What do you want it? No. You want it whole or chopped? <laughs> he did not. <laughs> or he said you want it whole or diced. Which one? What? <laughs> Because the guy, the guy would not like leave him alone, and he he kept telling him like leave. Yeah, and he was like, I'll give you pumpkin, I'll ram it up your ass. Hey, That's that. Those are the best parts when he talks shit to the customers. It's fucking crazy. Like, I mean, you wouldn't do that in the real world, but it's a well, it is well. a TV show. Those people are there for a reason. <laughs> you got to expect that shit going in. <laughs> so if they're gonna go up there and start shit, they know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Do you want it whole or diced? <laughs> Your choice. Ouch. Uh, I'm going to go diced. If, Thanks. If I, if I have a choice, I would have to take the puree on that one. <laughs> is All that right. it? Uh, yeah, that's it for me, man. What yeah. is... What is... Uh, what, what are you going to show your daughter next? Um, I don't know. I was going to let her watch The Cell with me, and then... <laughs> Oh. I mean, we'll get into it, but I, I forgot kind of how creepy it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was like, okay, 
Maybe let's not introduce fucking Hellraiser to the eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that my my daughter. In my bed forever. My daughter's eleven, and she's seen she's seen some of uh, some Friday the Thirteenth, and of course, you know Freddy Krueger, but like See, Hellraiser and that kind of stuff. That's yeah, that's, that's kind of drawing the line right there. Not yeah. right yet. Things that are just so creepy that they're going to give you nightmares. Like, I almost went exorcist with it. Oh! Um, but I, I, I didn't want to go that far. <laughs> is, is, your, is your son watching these, too? Um, Sort of. He comes in from time to time and sort of starts to watch them. And then he, I think, chickens out. Oh, but okay. he at least, you know, doesn't have nightmares and stuff. He just <laughs> is a little more timid. <laughs> Maybe he knows his limits. Yeah. If I, exactly. if I, if I watch That's this any minute longer, I'm going to have nightmares. So I'm, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. That one's too scary. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter will watch it and then she gets scared and comes in the room in the middle of the night. But Maybe, maybe Logan needs to stick with goosebumps, huh? Yeah. Oh, he's seen that stuff. They oh, do I'm sure. With horror movies, man. Really? Well, yeah. yeah. Look what their dad does for a weekend hobby. <laughs> you know, a horror podcast. <laughs> they kind of can't help it, right? Exactly. Nah, but they're having a good time. But that, yeah, I think that's about all I showed them this week. We, we didn't we didn't go with the ones that I watched today. <laughs> ah, oh yeah, the two shows for the uh, yeah for the for the uh, podcast. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Um, mine mine mine's quick, quick and easy. Um. Saturday Night Live, guys. Really? Uh. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. No, it's not back yet. It's not back until September, but uh, um, I I don't know how the fuck I talked the wife into this, but um, I don't know. I must have talked to her about this when she was at just the exact right, like, balance of alcohol and, you know, being comfortable with the way her day at work went or something, but I have convinced her to... um, Began with season one, episode one, and work our way, work our way to where we are right now on Saturday Night Live. So for me, the, every single one w- will be rewatches because I've never missed an episode in my life. Whoa! So oh, that's gonna be fun, though. I, that's a that's a giant undertaking. A nine hundred and eleven season and counting undertaking. Is that how many? Or, yeah. 911 episodes, episodes uh, okay. thus far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did I say seasons? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hold the fuck up seasons. a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait. We are going into the 46th season. How about that? Okay, that sounds good. Night. Okay. Dude, so that... we are on. These are the three episodes that we checked out this week. So that's we what might you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. I might start doing the SNL returns uh, seg- segment <laughs> every week. So. Episode number one, George Carlin was the uh, comedian host with mu- music, musical guest Billy Preston. You guys know Billy Preston? Who is mm-hmm. Billy Preston? Um, nothing from nothing leaves yeah, nothing. Go. <laughs> you got to oh, have okay. something if you want to get with me. You, you remember this? Yeah, yeah. Really funky, man. Great, great comedian and great musical guest. So the first thing I re- recognized about this episode is Carlin came out for like three 10-minute stand-up performances, which is unheard of now, right? Like, 
Yeah. You get basically now you get the intro and then all the the skits and two musical performances. So Carlin did three short stand up routines, um, lots of great skits. Billy Preston was amazing. Um, episode two, Paul Simon uh, <laughs> with special guest Randy Newman. Um, Randy Newman, not to so great. <laughs> Nah, I'm not a huge fan of the the. Well, now I love the older musicians on on the earlier episodes, like when uh, ACDC would show up, or fucking Frank Zappa, or the Rolling Stones. But um, not the world's biggest Paul Simon fan. Um, our our friends over at Hell Being Power Hour love Randy Newman, especially when they do drunk Randy Newman. But uh, <laughs> this this episode was about seventy percent music, so eh, not my favorite. Uh, but episode three, Ride at the Ship, special guest Rob Reiner. Um, and he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think I've seen that episode. <laughs> yes. So we are on the SNL wagon. That is our first first update, guys. More to, more to follow. <laughs> That's cool of the week. Brian, we got any news? Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah, news-ish. Let's see. um, HBO Max will be the home of the Evil Dead trilogy starting next month. And that comes ahead of the upcoming Evil Dead Rise movie, which will be an HBO Max exclusive. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, we we had our trifecta with Suicide Squad. Maybe that'll be a trifecta for us when it comes out. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Adams Family 2 animated movie will now come out simultaneously in theaters and on BOD due to the current climate of things, which I'm hearing this won't be the only announcement coming as far as same day VOD theater releases. Well, that makes sense. I guess we're going back to it. Yeah, and just warning people, we might have a couple days where we go back to our this is delayed segment of the the, the news. Cause it's, oh, it's, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's, it's already yeah. happening. Anybody Candyman's knows? still on, on track, right? Yeah, I think because it's so close to oh, being released. God, please. I've been waiting over a year for this movie. But if uh, anybody was interested in the new Venom movie, I wasn't. Um, Not really. That's got, got delayed from September to October, yeah, and from okay. what I'm from what I'm hearing, it might get delayed again. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sucks. I'd I'd like some good superhero movies to come out, but mm-hmm. it's not killing me. <laughs> uh, well, we're not in trailers. Did you guys see the new Eternals trailer for Marvel? No. I am. I wasn't sold in the first one, but I am sold now. the The cast looks amazing. The visuals look amazing. I think they're going <laughs> to give us something that we definitely have not seen before. Yeah, and I'm actually they, kind of excited about that one now. And they they asked the questions that people were asking in the first trailer, like where the hell were they when the snap happened? Oh no, shit. Okay, so get yeah. your thir- get your thirty dollars ready, Disney subscribers. Yeah, well, I guess according to the Disney CEO, uh, Shang-Chi is the test, which I guess pissed off the the star. Really? was basically like, don't don't say what we're doing here is a test to see if people come see it. 
Which I, I'm definitely oh. day one for Shang-Chi. That looks yeah. like a, it's going to be a badass martial arts Marvel movie. Well, I, it sounds like uh, a lot of the leading people have been in it with Marvel lately over uh, VOD releases same oh. day. Mm-hmm. Well, make as much money. What's up, Naz? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I don't think you can hear us. Hello? We can hear you. What's up? Oh, Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another quick episode of The Wrestling Returns, coming live and direct from Las Vegas, Nevada, at the bitch-ass Allegiant Stadium, home of the bitch-ass Las Vegas Raiders. Go Seahawks! Oh, man. It's loud. It's exciting. Oh, man. Uh, Damian Priest, spoiler alert, just won the uh, United States Championship belt from uh, Sheamus. Oh man, even Marie, so fine, she showed up. Uh, Dewdrop or Viper, whatever she goes by now, so fine, I don't care. Uh, who was it? Uh, RK Bro. Uh, spoiler alert, they they won the Tag Team Championship. Uh, Big E won his match, and it's loud, it's exciting. This stadium, it's nice, but I can't be a part of this nonsense. It's Oakland for life. Fuck Vegas. So, but, oh, man. I don't know what's next, but uh, I can barely hear you guys. The music is all loud in here. Uh, it looks like it's sold out, but I do see a lot of empty spots. Uh, but, man, those guys that are sitting way up top, man, they're way up there. Nosebleed. Yeah. We're on the. But you're there. But you're there. Yeah, we're on the first deck. So, I mean, uh, shout out to my buddy uh, DJ Thrills. Follow him on Instagram and YouTube and whatever else. Uh, looks like the Mysterios are up next. Uh, they're, they're, just, <laughs> they're showing some uh, SmackDown stuff from last night. Uh, the Usos and uh, the Mysterios. But, oh, man, it's hot as hell down here. I think it was pushing 100, but... Uh, we made it. Um, my wife just texted me. I guess the highway closed again from the fire, so... Oh, shit. Hopefully I can get home tonight. I'm not sure, but um, as soon as this is over, we're going to we're gonna race out of here, back to the airport, and jump on that last uh, Reno flight. And, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be uh, Dominic and Rey Mysterio up next. So, but man, it's an awesome time. Uh, I did record a quick little uh, Wrestling Returns episode. I'll drop that as soon as I get home. And uh, nice. Brian and I Brian and I will do a full coverage of uh, this whole pay-per-view. So I'm going to get out of here before it gets really loud. But until then, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to check out Action Returns as well as THR Presents Stream Fiends. And uh, we got a bonus one coming for you. Uh, I'll watch the movie, Brian, and... Yeah, it was a movie. (laughs) So until then, everybody, be safe. Oh, here they they go. Yeah! (laughs) Get him, Nez. Ray Mysterio! Yeah, sound like he's the way. 619! 619! (laughs) The man Mysterio!
SummerSlam. Well, that's pretty. All awesome. of our pool of the weeks look pretty t- t- pretty tame right now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no uh, we will we will have a recap of uh, what what happened there and Nez uh, get home safe. It's uh, very dangerous out there in California. Yeah. Uh, tents, tents, fires. Yep. Yeah. But tents, going right now. Going back to what we were talking about, uh, this. Uh, what was it? The 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 Marvel stars and what was it? The, oh, the yeah. theater in the well, same Scarlett, day. Yeah, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. I know she filed. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a take a side here. I'm I'm with the stars. If yeah. you're contracted to right. get most of you, I don't care how much they paid you up front. If you're supposed to get a portion of the theater thing, the theater. Uh, box office and then okay. they turn around and oh we're we're also going to do same day VOD. Okay, so which, they should get the same portion of that then, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they absolutely. don't. They, oh, yeah. well then that's fucked up. Yeah. And I don't I don't appreciate Disney saying, "Well, Scarlett, we gave you 20 million up front and in and, and then they tried to use the pandemic." Well, Disney you're, you're not hurting for money. Guarantee there's some Disney executives getting a lot more than that up front. Yeah. So, pay your stars because Scarlet's been there since yeah. the beginning. So, but we'll probably never see her again. They're probably bleeding money. Disney's been stuck in the middle of every goddamn controversy in the past oh, year or two. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the parks having to close yeah. and now masks are off. Now masks are back on. It's it's rough. I know they've got a new thing they're doing now called Genie Plus. Did y'all hear about this at the parks? Uh, the parks? No. Yeah. Okay. They got rid of the. And we used to love this. They would have the Fast Pass, and it's free. It's included in your ticket price, right? So you get to skip the line for three mm. rides, right? But you have oh, to. Right. Yeah, you go in advance and you skip the line. Genie Plus. You get to do that, but now you get you have to add fifteen dollars to your daily ticket. Hmm. Yeah. Fuck them, man. I'm not gonna go back to Disney World in a while. So you get the same thing you got before, but you have to pay more. Now you have to pay for it. Fifteen bucks. Yep. Oh. Yep. 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 You can get Genie. That, oh, that's the quote unquote free app. Oh, you can get the Genie app. And you can see how long the lines are. Well, fuck, we already have that on the Disney World app. And now you're telling me that that's a, a, a value added? And But to get Genie Plus is the only way to skip any lines at all? You don't even get your three fast passes? Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> I might have just uh, gotten us taken off the air permanently. <laughs> yeah, they're Revenge. sending their hit squad after us. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta right. find me first, Kappas. <laughs> All right. Uh, we talked about VHS 94 coming to Shutter. It gets a release date of October 6th. All right. I'll be there. I got Shutter. I'm paying for it. <laughs> and let's finish it out if I can find it. Uh, I think we talked about this last week, Phil. Uh, I mentioned that uh, we're not getting the Alien series until 2023. Yeah, I think huh. so. Okay. Fucking sucks. 
That's going to be yeah. awesome. But uh, uh, American Horror Stories, the 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 one where each episode is a different story, uh, already renewed for a second season. Makes sense. I they got quality stuff, man. It's a nice, and, nice, quick watch. Although that first one, that was like the two episodes together. It's like mm-hmm. I was watching it over at Mikey's house. Well, Philip, you you were there too, man, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the first episode ends, and I'm like, okay, well, that let's move to a movie. Wait a minute, to be continued. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But uh, still, hey, still paired in compare, paled in comparison to Harold and Kumar, right? Well, of course. <laughs> Which one did you guys watch? The first one? Yeah, that first, uh, the first series there, because it was like a two episode deal. Okay. Are you I relate. What I, relate to the, I relate to that scene so much. Leave my phone or my wallet or something, and it's that it's just we come too far to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> And I stopped eating fast food for a while after Anthony Anderson's scene. Oh, oh. secret secret security in his semen. Ooh, animal semen. <laughs> That's an awful lot of semen talk on the show today. <laughs> yes, it is. I've forgotten how many people showed up in that movie until we we uh, rewatched it. That was kind of an all star cast of uh, people showing up for cameos, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, Lance, you might like this. Um, the creators of the OA are teaming up with FX for a new limited series, new limited science fiction series, uh, Retreat. Okay. And uh, one of the creators of the OA was Britt Marley, who was the, the yes. main star. She is going to be the main star, I believe, in this series. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. She always works with... Um... Oh, shit. It's like they all went together. That was like Cal State, I think. Yeah. It's like three of them. And they, they all work together on the films. And they, they uh, there's I think they all put writing credits into it. And you always have one director. But, um, I, dude, I was reading her backstory. It's like crazy. Like homelessness and just mm-hmm. weird shit. Like they gave up all their possessions. For a while, they made it. They made a vow to give up all their possessions, live only on what people would give them or what they could find, like in dumpsters and shit like that. It's just it's a yeah, it's a crazy backstory, man. And I'm like, okay, anybody who's willing to actually do that, I, I'm probably gonna watch to see what kind of movies they put out. And I've I've never been disappointed with any of them. You remember Another Earth? That was a good one. Oh yeah. I do remember that. Just a lot of trippy stuff, man. But so, what is this going to be streaming on? Uh, I believe it's going to be on the the FX on Hulu exclusive. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll be the first in line, man. Any anything anything they do together, I'm I'm all about. And I'm trying to see if there's maybe some action news. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's dark superhero movie Samaritan gets a August 26, 2022 release, which is odd because I heard it's finished. That's a long way away. (laughs) Maybe Delta will run its course by then, huh? Uh, Maybe that's what they're gambling on. I don't know. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know how smart that is. 
<laughs> right. And uh, speaking of Sly, uh, he's also confirmed <laughs> that uh, Jason Statham will be back in an expendable spinoff of his character. But of course, <laughs> why not? Okay. It's got to be better than the new Fast and Furious movies they've shoved down our throat the last couple. Hey, I, I didn't mind that last one. It was Ugh. stupid as it, shit, but it, I mean, it will it will be on one of my lists at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it. That's another one I'm afraid to watch. Oh my god, this is gonna be garbage. <laughs> it's available. Yeah, I figured <laughs> it should. They, they should pay us to watch that shit. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I think that might Boy. be it. Uh, Tom Clancy. Not Tom Clancy. Yeah. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Clancy. Clancy Brown. Sorry. Okay. I was looking at... well, that's different. Clancy <laughs> Brown has joined the cast of John Wick Chapter 4. <laughs> Ooh, Tom Clancy and John Wick. Fuck. That would be amazing. Sorry. I was looking at another posting about... Him and Michael B. Jordan working on a sequel to that movie they did for Amazon. Oh, oh yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. They're okay. Two, they're two different people. So. No, it's all good, man. They need to make more of them. Yeah, I, I love the John Wick stuff for sure. They can keep I going love, with that. I love the John Wick stuff. I never got into the Tom Clancy. I know we're not really talking about that. but Did, uh, did you watch the Michael B. Jordan one? Yeah, I love that one, man. Yeah, it was kind I of think- long. Right, like about two and a half hours. I was shocked when they did what they did in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, I think that's the way they did that movie is a great way to kind of kick off maybe an expanded universe connected movies. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and it was Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. So great, great, great place to have them. They got plenty of money, that's for sure. If they're sending penis shaped rockets out into space they can give us more good movies right what 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 happened that Bezos rocket looked like a big old dick look up a picture of it it looks like a big penis it's hilarious. Oh, I can't believe them okay I love it what do, what do I type because I don't want to type the wrong thing Instead of Dr. Evil, it's Dr. Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos' penis. No, wait, don't do that. <laughs> you might get something you don't want to see there. I'm being very careful with my search right here. Jeff Bezo- Bezos' rocket? I'm yeah. not going to see nothing I don't want to see, right? Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> that is a flying dick. Right? <laughs> It's got the head and everything. Why did they do that? <laughs> I mean, it had to be on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, take that, Elon Musk, you and your robots. And y'all That's heard about that? what it was. <laughs> y'all heard about the Elon Musk robots coming out now, right? Robots? Yeah, he, he's going to be the end of us. I'm Terminator. sorry. point. <laughs> he's uh, making sentient robots and teaching... Yes. Monkeys, how to play chess. I mean, you're going to give us fucking Terminator and Planet of the Apes at the same time. Ah, uh, well. If it wasn't him, it'd be somebody else probably 100 years from now. He's just ahead of his time. <laughs> A little bit ahead of his time, huh? Yeah. Man, there's no way that's supposed to look like that. Nah, it's real, dude. It's Yeah, <sighs> it's legit. 
I know. I thought it. I thought I was looking at like a meme at first. I was like, ah ha ha, funny. Oh no, that's really what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he was a fan of that scene in uh, Man of Steel when they send Zod and all of them to the. Was I that forgot. a phallic uh, rocket? I don't remember that. Yeah, they each were in like these little things that shot up in the air, and it looked like a bunch of dicks flying in the air. <laughs> Austin Powers joke, man. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. Dr. Bezos. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note. He's just trying to news. tell us that he's Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's time for Brian to bring us the big, the small. Oh, wait. <laughs> Bezos is bringing is, is Bezos bringing us the big or the small? It's definitely. <laughs> or the very, very weird. <laughs> He brought it all. What's our What's our trailer tonight, Brian? You got one. Uh, unfortunately, it's very uh, slow week for trailers, and that is uh, we need to do something. Let's go with the IMDb synopsis. After Melissa and her family seek shelter from a storm, they become trapped. With no sign of rescue, hours turn to days, and Melissa comes to the real... It comes to realize that she and her girlfriend, Amy, might have, sorry, I got to click on thing, might have something to do with the horrors that threaten to tear her family and the entire world apart. Hmm. That's where I got intrigued, because I thought when I watched the trail, I thought it was just going to be people stuck in a room during a storm. But there seems to be something a lot more sinister going on. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, this stars Lisette Alexis, uh, John James Cronin, Pat Healy. Pat Healy's always great when he shows oh, well, up. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and he, I don't, I don't know if he should be drinking mouthwash like that. But <laughs> I mean, if you're stuck in a room for days, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Sierra McCormick, uh, Vanessa Shaw, and this is directed by Sean King O'Grady, and he is known for nothing I have seen, so we'll keep it <laughs> A scope commercial. Uh, Lance, what did you think? Uh, what is this? Global warming the movie? Like two yes. tornadoes hitting each other, and they're fucking locked in their house because a tree fell down? <laughs> This looks horrible, but I mean, I'm sure I'm totally wrong. I'm I'm sure the trailer just didn't get across the point of the movie, but I'm like, uh, okay, so we're hunkering down because there's two tornadoes that are going to meet each other. There's yeah, a to, tree to, that fell to form a mega tornado. I I guess is this how is this the prequel to fucking Sharknado or what? I was gonna say there better be some sharks in that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm intrigued, and plus, this has been getting talked about well, uh, through the festival circuit. So, really, wasn't that the the chick from uh, Speaking of American Horror Stories? Wasn't that the Rubber Woman? Oh, the, it was. the with, with the short hair. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah. she seems to be a pretty talented actress. So, I mean, we're gonna give Sierra it a shot, whether I want to or not, because I'm sure you're gonna pick it. Yep, it's on the schedule. <laughs> Okay. I already got a movie paired with okay. it, and they right. both were going to well. be involved in uh, staying in a single room. So, huh. 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely nothing I could pick apart about the trailer. Like the acting looked like it was pretty on point, uh, from as much as you can tell from a trailer. Um, I, my only problem is I had to watch it twice because I zoned on the first one. Mm-hmm. Like it did not grab me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I didn't get the supernatural thing from it. Uh, but that I've... does sound a lot more interesting than the trailer probably yeah. was. I, the description sounds twice as good as the trailer. Yeah, there there was a slight little thing near the end where you kind of got that aspect. But I think if they would have kind of focused in on that a little bit more, because yeah. it, it, it just seemed more like a they're trying to stay out of the way of these two tornadoes. Yeah, like a disaster movie, which right. but it are seems, always fucking terrible. <laughs> but it seems like maybe... The daughter and the girlfriend maybe have made some kind of covenant. Yeah, something like maybe they summon something. Mm, okay. And Pat See. Haley's drinking a whole bottle of uh, mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I guess I guess we'll play it by ear. <laughs> that that was an interesting scene. I liked that 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 part grabbed me. Yeah. But that was about the only one. Yeah, he's always he's always great. In anything I've seen Pat Healy in, I've I've enjoyed his performance. All right. Uh where is the release date? September third. So uh yep. I believe this is uh right around movie the corner. Right after we do Candyman. So right. Well let me more and more excited about advance, that. Let me guess in advance which one I'm gonna like better. <laughs> I don't know, Lance. God, this one looked like kind of a slow burn. I bet you will like it. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Lance's favorite movie of the year. <laughs> I love gold. Smoking <laughs> a pancake. Yeah, I don't think the trailer probably did it justice. Hopefully. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hearing a lot of a lot of good things coming out of uh whatever I don't know what festivals it's been in, but I'm hearing good things. All right. All right. And that is it, I believe. I brought up the Eternals trailer and I think that was the only big trailers that came out. It's just really nothing's coming out. No well. news or anything. Back at a standstill again. Got to hang in there, guys. Hang in there. Be strong. But we do have some listener feedback. Yay. Hi. Uh, This week, the podcast spotlight shines on Texas Podcast Massacre. Uh, Texas Podcast Massacre is a weekly horror movie podcast where hosts Mitch, Nate, and Lisa talk about what's new in the horror world, uh, have a weekly debate, and uh, and review one horror movie. Uh, each week, they invite a special guest who typically does uh, not watch and or enjoy horror films to jump in the conversation <laughs> as their unsuspecting victim, uh, providing re- reviews for both horror addicts and the horror adverse. Uh, I like that. That's a good idea. Bring somebody on who just doesn't watch horror movies at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Plus, it's fun to show somebody horror movies they haven't seen before, especially like some of the great ones. Yeah. Uh, All right. We also got an email from our good friend Jeff Larimore. Uh, He says, ha ha ha, I can't stop laughing. 
Uh, I had barely finished laughing at the stuff Pedro said in the March Madness Bracket podcast. Uh, when you have him back on again for the Green Knight episode, uh, yeah, Pedro's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, it goes without saying that all of your guests are great, but that guy cracks me up. Thanks for everything. Uh, also, I know you guys check out other podcasts. I wanted to send you a link to three uh, a three-part podcast my son Jet did for a college class last spring. Uh, he conceived, wrote, engineered, and produced this three-part series, which examines a portrayal of disabilities across 90 years of horror movies. Uh, and since it was during the pandemic, his guest was uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, there are transcripts available for any hearing-impaired people who might want to read it as well. Nice. Uh, and you guys definitely got a shout out. Uh, it's the only it's only on Podbean. So please check it out on Podbean, folks. Uh, just look for different under your Podbean app. OK, different. Definitely that sounds cool. On the docket to listen to now. Shit. Love anything different, man. I like it. All right. And here is the description for the show. Oh, not my bad. I wasn't even done with an email. <laughs> Here's a description for the show. Uh, Different is a three-part podcast series that explores the use of and portrayal of disabilities over 90 years of horror movies. Um, and let's see. In episode one, The Golden Age, we discuss Todd Browning's controversial 1932 film Freaks. Uh, provo provocative and banned because of its actual disabled characters – and what would otherwise be a relative uh, generic no noir thriller. Which, uh, which movie was that? Freaks. Freaks. Oh, yeah, One of Us. One of Us. Yeah, I believe that's on. Go. I think it's on HBO Max right now. Really? It's actually a good movie. Have y'all seen it? I saw it. It is trippy. Maybe like 20 years ago. I don't know that I ever yep. have. Same here. I mean, I know of it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. It's a, it's a classic, man. Uh, but we consider whether Browning had exploited or promoted its cast members. Huh. Never really thought about that. Question. Uh, we then turn our attention to the 1931 classic Frankenstein. Uh, we discuss how freely director James Whale exploited then discarded Dr. Frankenstein's assistant, Fritz, best known uh, as Igor, uh, while ignoring the real monsters of this iconic movie. Hmm. Uh, in episode two, The Slashers, uh, we call out the Internet's unfair piling on uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's disabled character, Franklin, uh, as his reputation is the most annoying character in horror movie history. Is that they, really? They, I've never they heard do. That. They, I, I'm, I'm, I listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of YouTube videos. They kind of do go hard on that guy. Right. <laughs> That's ah. true. <laughs> Uh, and note how well he's kind of whiny though. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with his disability. <laughs> just don't be a whiny bitch. <laughs> just whiny, huh? Um, da 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 da. da I lost where I was. Anyway, uh, and then we wrap up this episode with a review of Friday the Thirteenth, Chapter One and Two, which are most notably uh, most notable for how tough it is to decide whether or not there is any reliable evidence that Jason Voorhees is actually disabled, or whether those visual representations are simply fragmented memories of unreliable narrators. 
Huh. Episode three is a, a modern look, uh, reviews and analyzes the worlds created by directors Mike Flanagan and John Krasinski's. Uh, in the movies featuring disabled characters, uh, Hush and A Quiet Place. Uh, both movies are highly recommended for both their interesting and compelling narrative devices, as well as the way their lead characters' uh, disabilities are portrayed. And, yeah, those are two great movies. Mm-hmm. I, I loved A Quiet Place, too, the way that they showed it from her point of view. Mm, when they yeah. would go to those scenes where you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did that, <laughs> that the first was really one too. well done. But yeah, yeah they, they did it in Hush, too. Yeah. Which is cool. Adds a, a, a little extra tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will be back with more feedback next week, but uh, Lance is too lazy to check this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a busy week at work, boys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's all uh, I had hey, time Jeff sent us a pretty good email, man. That you know what? If y'all want to be guaranteed... Uh, to be talked about on the show, guys, fucking email us. Yes, I love to go through Facebook and uh, our other social media, but write this down. Everybody listening, please. Uh, I'm going to wait a couple seconds here. Hold on. Grab, Go grab a pen. Hold on. Da, 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 Poke da, your da, finger da, and write it Girl blood. from Ipanema. Okay, here it is. It is called, it is the horror, ret- no, what is it? Brian, what's her? <laughs> what's her? That's, that's, it, man. that's your department. That's your department. Okay. Please email us. Please, we love emails. Email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. And that is the quickest, fastest, easiest way to guarantee that we're going to have time to look up the feedback and, and read it on air. But we love everybody's feedback, right, Philip? Yes, sir. And, uh, of course, Steve Carlton. Great. Also, Natsulani. She brings our artwork. Um, and if you'd like to help us out, please become uh, consider becoming a Patreon patron. I fuck that line up every single time I read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We know what you're saying. Uh, but we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. Uh, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Uh, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple podcast review, and you could win a steelbook. It says DVD, but we, we mean Blu-ray. Steelbooks are gone. <laughs> Lance, you need to give me those uh, two winners. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that. Okay. Uh, we'll we do have do have a copies of, what is it, Just Before Dawn? Did I make that name up? I don't know. No. But we have. A couple copies. It's like, is it a porno? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. All right. Uh, And now on to our featured attractions. Uh, This week it's Demonic and the Cell. Uh, So we're going to start with the Cell. That's the the J-Lo one from 2000. Uh, Catherine Dean is a psychotherapist who is a part of a revolutionary new treatment which allows her mind to literally enter the mind of her patients. Uh, her experience in this method takes it to uh, takes an unexpected turn when an FBI agent uh, comes to ask for a desperate favor. They had just tracked down a notorious serial killer, Carl Starger. Yeah. Uh, 
whose unfortunate uh, whose method of operation is to abduct women one at a time and place them in a secret area where they're kept for about 40 hours until they're slowly drowned. Unfortunately, the, the killer has fallen into an irreversible coma, which means he cannot confess uh, where he has taken his latest victim before she dies. Uh, now Catherine Dean must race against time to explore the twisted mind of the killer to get the information she needs. But Starger's damaged personality poses dangers that threaten uh, to overwhelm her. And that is the longest I and was, most – yeah. But where, did very descriptive where did you get this rundown. one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's pretty spot on, right? It is. Yeah, I mean yeah. when you're when you're that long, you got to be spot on. <laughs> that's the plot of the fucking movie, man. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said, Brian. <laughs> oh, man, I had a sounder for that on my phone, but I should have had it ready. Uh, as long as it's not owned by Universal, we're know. good. <laughs> Uh, director is uh, Tarsum Singh, also known for uh, Mirror Mirror and the TV series Emerald City. Uh, writer is Mark uh, Protosethic, uh, also known for I Am Legend and Thor. Damn. Hey, not bad. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio uh, later admitted that his wife refused to sleep in the same bed with him for two weeks after seeing his performance in the movie. I don't blame her. Yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> the scene where Carl suspends himself on his piercings, uh, masturbated over the dead body of a woman, uh, was not included in the U.S. theatrical or home video release. I wonder uh, why. Out of fear of the potential NC-17 rating. Yeah, because I didn't remember that scene. <laughs> uh, it was included in the European release, however. The scene was quietly restored in the 2015 U.S. Blu-ray uh, of the film, despite the R rating on the back of the case, and nothing indicating that this disc contains extra footage. So no, they you, you just get it. You just get yeah. it. Well, <laughs> you know, those Europeans are really fucking weird. Those, uh, those Brits and Denmarkians, or whatever you guys are, Lars. <laughs> all our European listeners. <laughs> you guys are all freaks. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple things in this movie where I was like, you know, I wonder when they went to go like buy that and like where did they get that from? <laughs> <laughs> like what are the questions that you need to be asked to make something like that? <laughs> um all right. So uh <laughs> Lance, what did you think of the cell? I had seen it in the movie theater with AJ and um rewatching it with her a couple of nights ago, I'm like how in the world did I get her to sit through this with me? Because this is um, immensely disturbing. Um, it, it's a beautifully filmed movie. And um, I don't know if you guys have checked out any any of Tarsum Singh's other films um, that he's directed. Like, uh -uh. okay, so The Mirror Mirror is a uh, – uh, Julia Roberts is in it. It's a retelling of <sighs> – shit, which one ate the poison apple? Was it Snow White? I think so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's a retelling of that. I'm confused too, but yeah. Well, yeah, and it's an incredibly well shot. Um, I, and I, I'm not exactly sure if he uses the same cinematographer on all of his movies or not, but the cinematography just blew me away on this. Um, obviously, the writer has has written lots of lots of great stuff. So the the story the storyline in this from 
start to finish was was amazing. Um, what one thing I didn't necessarily pick up on as much the first time I watched it, but I did this time. God, was this twenty years ago? Over. Yeah. And J Lo still looks so great. Yep. She's an alien. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Okay, so you guys did a show last week that I wasn't able to participate on, although I did watch the movie. Um, uh, help me out here, Brian. Because I'm Nor- I, Normie I, Nordstrom. <laughs> Don't breathe. No, it wasn't that one. It was the other. It was the older, the older oh, film that you guys room. talked about. Yeah. Okay. So the same same director that did Panic Room. Help me out again. I know he did Alien David Three. Fincher. David Fincher. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm I'm like disappearing into the cell right now. I'm starting to uh, trip pretty hard. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, I think something something's kicking in right now, guys. Oh. Do not yeah. go into Carl's mind. <laughs> okay. Find it. Back down to earth. David Fincher. I, there's a lot of Fincher in this movie. Is, is it just me? Or did yeah. this inspire some of Fincher's new stuff? Like, when did Seven come out? Before or after this one? Because I saw a lot of Seven in here. And I'm I saw a lot. Before. Okay. Well, I, saw, I also saw a lot, though, of, of some of the newer Fincher stuff in here. Dealing with serial killers, like the TV show that he was the showrunner for that was on Netflix. Oh, Mind um, Hunter. Bring Lots that, of that back. Yeah, that's a good show. Tar- Tarsum Singh can definitely appreciate the female body um, with some of the way, or whoever did his filming, the, some of the shots of Jennifer Lopez, like when she went how, into how do you the not refrigerator. That? <laughs> And and you know I'll, I'll add on to that. It it was like tastefully done. It wasn't like exploiting yes. her, you know, body or anything. I, I thought it was very well done. You know what? It was it was taking advantage of what you had to work with. It was it was it was using what you had to work with to its full potential, right, Philip? Yeah, and I mean she looked gorgeous in everything, but that scene where she was just in a t-shirt and panties in her in her house. I. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Lance, he did Alien 3, 7, The Game, Fight Club, before Panic Room. Okay, and see, these were all great films. Um, so I think Tarsum Singh is probably inspired by a lot of that, I- I'm guessing. I mean, obviously a lot of the imagery and the set design was kind of, you, c- you could understand that he's of Indian descent, right? An Indian American. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I-, I loved the... The way that they did the costumes, especially when she really got toward the third act when she was really disappearing into his mind. And he would he had kind of set himself up in his own mind as this uh, bizarre alien like king yeah. of his own kingdom there with the flowing robes. Yeah, <laughs> she had the the pieces yeah. on her to hold her at bay, kind of like Princess Leia. <laughs> Costume design was on point, man. Oh my god, dude. It was this is beautifully filmed movie. I I I don't have too much to say about any of the performances that's negative, but I will say that Vincent D'Onofrio, man, whatever diet you were on when you filmed this movie, go back to that. Um, get away from the kingpin diet, get away from the full metal jacket diet where you were pretty chunky then. 
Nah, stay um, kingpin. Stay kingpin <laughs> size. Yeah, this was this was something else, man. This is this is up there. This is one of those few movies that um, just a just a total mind trip from start to finish. I, I was in super regretting that I hadn't had a couple of hits of acid or some shrooms or something before this thing started because this this is a movie that you're you're really selling yourself short if you don't at, at, at least smoke a little weed or something. To get into the mindset to open your your brain up to take in image imagery that you're not going to be subjected to on a normal day to day basis. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, if Vincent D'Onofrio wasn't, you know, if, if he if he wasn't at least considered for a a best actor for this, he should have been. I mean, I thought he was just phenomenal as this guy. He totally sold me. I can see why his wife didn't want to sleep with him for a couple of weeks. Um, J-Lo, I mean, I'm never going to confuse her as one of the top actresses of all time, but she did great for, for, yeah. for what she wanted to do. Vince Vaughn, you know, considering he normally does just straight up comedy, I think he was really, he, you know, he was really passable. Yeah, um, he did. Um, he did the Psycho remake before this. This. Oh, that's right. That's that right. And this was he he chose to do uh, these two movies because he was trying to get out of his comfort zone of comedies. You know what? Just the pure horror of being. And I love the scene where um, where where the the uh, girl was tracked down in, in the parking garage. Reminded me of that one movie, Brian, that you had us watch for Christmas a year or two ago. Oh, P two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Definitely got that vibe. And that yeah, it was just terrifying to see That's somebody situation. Uh very I mean this was this was just an insanely insanely well beautifully filmed movie, very well acted movie. Um it, it's up there, man. I mean I guess it's considered lowbrow because of the you know, the horror element of it, but th- this this should always be in this this movie should have been in consideration, I think, for a lot more Oscars and and more highbrow consideration, which obviously it wasn't. But uh, I don't know. I think this is a very underrated film. All right. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with uh, Lance. Uh, that doesn't happen a lot. But I, I fully agree <laughs> with you, Lance. Uh, this is underrated. The visuals are amazing. The wardrobe is amazing. The set design um, these worlds that they go into when they go into someone's mind, it's it's trippy as fuck. And no, you can't. You will never say Jennifer Lopez is the best actress, but I don't think I've ever seen anything where I thought she was bad in. And I think this is probably one of her one of her best movies. And I just have to applaud Vincent D'Onofrio in this role. I mean, he's essentially playing like two or three different characters mm-hmm. he's playing his actual self not his actual in real life but the in in the real world in this movie he's playing his disturbed self and then there's times when he's kind of more childlike even before they kind of switch to the actual child and then he's this mm-hmm. uh king i guess they got him down as a uh, king strager this uh okay. idea of himself in his mind right and yeah, it is just fucking trippy. Vince Vaughn, he's fine in it. He doesn't really do much, but he's serviceable to the role. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, 
bringing it back to our Hell's Kitchen talk, Phil, uh, the yeah. guy that played his uh, partner, uh-huh. Jake Jake Weaver, Weber, he, he played Special Agent Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but there's small world. <laughs> but there's so many just disturbing scenes in here. The, the the horse scene that gets split. Yeah. Why did that happen? I don't know, but it was fucking weird and creepy. Because it was weird and creepy. Uh, just. Right. When he's when Vincent is fucking King Strager, just the way he's kind of moving, mm-hmm. it's almost like kind of like he's dancing, kind of just it's 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 weird and creepy, and it and it works. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that little backflip thing he does, mm-hmm. and then like where he like rolls down from a handstand and then just kind of like waddles along with his hands flailing is creepy as fuck. Come on, come on. Kind of like a possessed marionette starring in yeah. an opera. Yeah, and he the way he sounded was kind of frightening too. It kind yeah. of sounded like uh, Buffalo Bill, but yeah. more deranged. Mm-hmm. Well, like when he first I, he does meets a good Jen- job, but crazy. Like when he first meets uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, and he's just like, "Where do you come from?" You know, I'm like, "Whoa." Yeah. And yeah, and the scene where he in his mind where he displays his victims and he's got them all done up like dolls and there's a naked bodybuilder chick that's kind of like I, I oh, guess his muscle. That just was like scary. his mind is just somewhere you don't want to be. Yeah, I was like a, a GI Joe. <laughs> and then right because he's real into the toys and the dolls and stuff. <laughs> and then I just want to bring up we get a couple. To me, they're cameos. They probably weren't cameos. They were just trying to work at this time when the movies come out. Uh, Dean Norris, Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, oh, hey, yeah. That, I, I was talking to AJ. I said this might have gotten him his role as, uh, what was it, Schrader in uh, yeah. Breaking Bad, right? Mm-hmm. The agent. He's a good actor. And then uh, Pruitt Taylor Vince is one of the doctors. He's he's always the guy with the crazy eyes that kind of just kind of moves <laughs> side to side. <laughs> Crazy. So just just wanted to shout them out. But yeah, love this movie. I don't think it gets talked about enough. And kind of reading up on this, a lot of these uh, kind of sequences where they're in uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, mind, they're they're kind of I guess they were inspired by paintings and music videos and just ah, all kinds of stuff. Makes perfect sense. And so, Tarsim Singh has directed several music videos. Yes. So it makes perfect sense done music videos for like rem and bands like that and and they have some really obscure shit <laughs> like you have to really think about what what does yeah. this imagery mean exactly mm-hmm. and then uh one more i forgot he was in a dylan baker every time i see that guy i oh, always yeah. think of i always think of trick or treat, trick or treat. <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta get the eyes right, right. <laughs> But yeah, definitely. If you have this out, thought he was going to offer J Lo some candy there for a minute. I'll never take candy <laughs> from that guy. No. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. It gets a 100 percent recommendation from me. If you want to see the sequels, I'm gonna leave that up to you. Or can I recommend the sequel? Sequel? Oh, I didn't know there was a sequel. I had yeah, no idea. it was like a straight to DVD. Ouch. I couldn't even tell you who the actress playing. Well, you got to kind of know what you're getting into there. (laughs) Yeah, those rarely work out. 
Yeah. Yeah, when you don't bring back the main star and the director, you're you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. So. Yeah. Well, gotta work with what you have, right? Phil. Uh, yeah, man, I I pretty much agree with everything. Um, the visuals were fucking fantastic. I love the way that during the dream sequences, they just kind of blurred the outer edges and everything was a little more vibrant. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't even, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And, and there was a kind of an echo in most of the voices. So mm-hmm. it was very dreamy and atmospheric. And I, I, I like that. And you could very easily tell which shots were in real life and which shots weren't. And right. so it's, that was, it's, that's cool. a mark of a great director right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, there's some creepy Hellraiser style imagery in this thing. And yeah, and it's also I didn't even bring up. It's also scary the fact that you can lose yourself in there and forget who yeah. you are and what's real. Yeah. And the fact that he had to bring up the 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 memory of her her brother dying to snap mm-hmm. her out of it. I was like, that's that's rough. That's like what happens realistic. when you hit the ground in a dream, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like that would that's how it would really work if this technology was available. Yeah. Um, uh, now, I don't necessarily agree about uh, Vince Vaughn, on the other hand. I, oh, I, I, passable, I would give him that. But he was definitely the weak link in this case. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he was, he was kind of cheesy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he kind of like when he has that one scene where he's talking about the the girl that got raped and he was yeah. the prosecutor and then he decided to just chase bad guys. I was like, do you like your job or yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You just seem like, well, I don't, now and- that I'm thinking about it, it kind of seemed like he was sleepwalking through this movie. Yeah, there you go. But it, and it's OK. Like he held the lines. Ah, he held up his his end of, end of the tent, you know. Yeah, I mean, and especially uh, when they, they started getting his guts pulled out. I think he pulled it together after that. Maybe they should have switched <laughs> him with Gordon Ramsay, because that guy seemed go. a little bit more into it. Really, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, special um, agent Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the parts between the dream sequences were, um. Maybe not as exciting. You know, I imagine they're not supposed to be. They're just sort of for information. Mm-hmm. But uh, some of them got a little bit slow. Uh, anytime they were in a dream sequence, it was fantastic. And I love the idea of mashing this really scary horror imagery stuff. Because that's the kind of fucking horror movie that I like, man. Like. No jump scares. Show me something creepy, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and and mashing it together with this like crime serial killer murder solving thriller. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. It yeah, was like his, a really badass o- episode of SVU. <laughs> his uh, I would say his O face is very creepy when he yeah. was jerking <laughs> off hanging there. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I wasn't sure if that's what he was doing at first, but then yeah, that that's that's definitely what. Yeah, you you didn't know, but then when he finished, you're like, oh, okay, that's what yeah. you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, there was a lot of really disturbing shit in here. There was like yeah, this very disturbing. 
And one of the things that I was talking about was like there was this little box with this like little boy doll filled with like glass dicks and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even talk about the boy. Did they, and, did they buy and, that somewhere? Like who? I'm they sure they make it. Made it somebody make it. We didn't even talk exist? about the. We didn't even talk about the boy and his right? flashback right? scenes to his dad just fucking beating the shit out of him and burning him and. That was scary too, man. I was like, no wonder you're all fucked up. And then yeah, when yeah. you see grown version of uh, Carl and mm-hmm. he has a shirt off, you see the fucking the iron burn scar on his chest. See, I didn't catch that either. There's so many details. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the scene when she's it yet again. It's where she's in his mind and she, he's sitting okay. there like prepping the body in the tub. Mm-hmm. You can see the outline of the iron in his chest where it burns. Wow. That's Ooh. that's attention to detail right there. Man, but yeah, I all in all, this is a good movie, man. It is, it, it's definitely worth a rewatch. And uh, I, I may go back to this one on a regular basis. That's a, it's a good fucking movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd forgotten how great it was. <laughs> I really had. Wait to show the kids, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, I started to because I forgot how creepy it was. Yeah, but you don't want to explain the jerking off scene. Well, that too. <laughs> is is but, he hurt or something? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Just I don't know if that it's way. that obvious to somebody who doesn't know because I didn't. Uh, well, I was going to say it didn't click to me when I first saw it, uh-huh. but uh, I guess they didn't have the scene in the movie. So that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it when I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a little dark. Ah, so is everything in here. It's I, I love the creepy dolls and everything. Um, all right, let's do scores on this one, Lance. Eight and a half. All right, it's uh, it's up there, man. This is yeah. uh, yeah, it's it, it's definitely a one to rewatch over and over again for sure. Right, fair score, Brian. Uh, I'm also gonna go eight and a half. Um, the visuals were amazing. Was, everything was gorgeous. Uh. Jennifer Lopez is a fucking beautiful woman, and they kind of, in these dream sequences in the mind, they kind of took that to another level. Yeah. And uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, I I don't know, Lance, like you said, I don't know if he was nominated or anything. He should have been, because he puts a performance on in this movie. Mm-hmm. This might be right up there with Full Metal Jacket for him. I think so, too, yeah. I, think I mean, so is too. it as good of a movie? No, but performance-wise, dude, he did great. You know what? Gosh, yeah. now i got to make that now. i got to watch that. Yeah, guys, if you think about it, I mean, you know, say what you will about the, the, the Netflix Marvel shows, but he was pretty fucking goddamn convincing as the king. There, man, am I right? There are Love rumors. Him. And you actually cared about him. You actually cared about his backstory yeah. and his yeah, romance are, story. Is the there perfect are, kingpin. There are rumors he may be in the movie, the Spider-Man movie. He needs to be, man. Oh, that would be great. If Daredevil is in it, I mean, it would only make sense. He, has he gotten an Oscar? I mean, this guy is, he's up there. He didn't Vincent get one for is fucking amazing. I don't know, but I'm starting a Vincent D'Onofrio fan club right now. I love this guy, man. I mean, I guy, can't man. think of anything that he's not been great in. Can you guys think of anything he's been subpar in at all? He was in that uh, Ring movie. I was just about to say that. The what? The that Ring, Ring movie? movie? Oh, Rings. The Ring's the one you guys watched that I missed. That he's basically Normie Nordstrom in that movie? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, well. but he, I mean, even in that movie, I thought he did okay. I mean, yeah, it wasn't his stuck. fault, right? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, he was the original Thor. There you go. Are you serious? Uh, really? Adventure in Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, oh yeah, I love that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I'm going to be right there with you. Eight and a half. Um, nice. Wow. I, I almost wanted to give it a nine. I just, yeah. you know, like the the slow parts. And I can even look past Vince Vaughn just kind of mm-hmm. phoning in some of the little dialogue scenes. Where's right. my paycheck? Yeah. But, I mean, that's what the whole scene felt like. It wasn't just him. It was everybody in the scene. It was like the the stuff in between the dream sequences was not – necessarily exciting until like the last half of the movie fair fair enough fair enough um but yeah definitely go watch it yeah the third the third act of this movie just that wow it's like yeah. a masterpiece like if the first two parts had been that good uh, this probably would have been a nine or a ten yeah like could have been an instant classic yeah I, that's I, wow <laughs> Good pick, Brian, and very yeah. good pick for going into the mind of somebody else. Yeah. Um, which all movies that try to do that don't always pull it off. Mm-mm. Well, we shall see. Is that foreshadowing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just said that, man. Just, just a comment. Uh, our next movie is Demonic. Um, a young woman unleashes terrifying demons when supernatural forces at the root of a decades-old rift between mother and daughter, are ruthlessly revealed. Uh, Director and writer are Neil Blumkamp, um, also known for District 9 and Chappie um, and Elysium. Uh, Filmed secretly in Canada over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic. Should have kept it a secret. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Uh, the first Neil Blomkamp film not to feature Sharito uh, uh, Copley uh, or have cinematography by Trent Oplak. All right. Well, Lance, I think you dealt your cards. What did you think about Demonic? All right. Oh, that's, we lost that's, Lance. That's, that's, that's what we got from Lance. So <laughs> let me let me jump in because right, I think it. I was probably the one that was most uh, looking forward to this one because I'm a fan of Neil Blomkamp. And I'm everything. curious to what you think about it. Yeah, I love District 9. I love Chappie. I've yeah. grown to appreciate Elysium. Yeah. It's prob- and uh, his Oat Studios uh, thing he put out with all the little shorts in it are fantastic. I haven't watched them. Yeah, I think uh, Amazon Prime check there okay. i think they're they kind of put them together as a like a anthology that's cool and they're only like five seven eight minutes a piece yeah and it's yeah. like the quality of his movies are in are into these shorts that's cool he seems to be into that Talk about um, the oat, oat studio stuff yeah if you can't find them on the the whole thing on amazon prime i know just go to the oat studio youtube and you can watch them there okay um, uh, I was so looking forward to this movie. I thought it just visually it w- it was gonna look cool, but man, was I so disappointed! Oh no, <laughs> no. And maybe it's because Charlotte Copley wasn't in it. 
maybe maybe it was a cinematographer uh, cinematographer that he always uses wasn't in it. I don't know. I don't. I can't pinpoint. I've been thinking. I watched this last night, and I just been thinking about it. It just didn't sit right with me. There was so many aspects of this movie that mm-hmm. could have made it. I gotta steal Nez's saying. Sorry, Nez. It could have made this movie hella good. There were so <laughs> many aspects were, to this, there, and it there, just fell short every yes. time. I was the, fucking bored. Was, this was trying to be like four or five different good movies that all got thrown into a blender somehow. I'm I thought it was about to change halfway through. I thought it was going to be a different movie. Yeah, yeah, and I and and I would have forget I would have forgave it for that. I'm like, okay, yeah. it was a slow build up to a final act, and okay. when it got there, I, I I was like, okay, here we go. So and I bet you I'm guys like, are talking about the part that I am too. <laughs> yeah, and when it when we got there, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, now here we go. Yeah, and then I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I, I was getting angry. I'm like, "Neil, you're fucking better than this." Yes. Did you just have nothing going on during the pandemic, and you just wanted to make something? I can. Understand I think that's that. exactly what happened. But on on the level of what we've gotten from him, including the the shorts he did with Oak Studio, which is his company, this is on the bottom tier. This is low level. This is Ouch. what I. Did not expect I would ever see anything from him. Ow. The, the acting's fine. The visuals are Is fine. Is it though? I was no. going to say the exact. Opposite. Well, from 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 a from a cast of people oh that my God. You don't hold on from a cast of people that you don't really <laughs> know. Mm-hmm. It was serviceable. Oi, oi. <laughs> because I don't recognize anybody in this Ouch. cast, so it wasn't like we got fucking. I don't. I can't even. The actress, uh, somebody we've seen in in many things in this uh-huh. movie. If if there was an actress in the lead role that I've Ooh. seen uh, dozens of times, then I would expect a lot more out of it. That's true. You didn't have so, Catherine Hepburn show up, huh? Well, that would have been something. Uh, the story between the mom and the daughter, I felt, was dragged out. I, I felt like you could have told us what happened instead yes. of just kind of dragging it on for more than half the movie. Um, I don't know. The, I, I kind of knew that the the people that were doing these tests and stuff, I, I knew there was a lot more to them than what they were letting on. It just kind of, they didn't really hide the fact too well. I, I, I just, nothing really other than, I thought the acting was serviceable and some of the visuals look cool. I I did like when they went into the world, how it kind of looked like a virtual looking. Did you? Grand Theft Auto style? Yeah, because. (laughs) I was thinking, man, if the, (laughs) if they have this advanced ass computer system and it's glitching all over the place like that. I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> but I kind of took it as when we revealed, when we got, it was revealed that who was doing this. I don't think that their technology hey, is. Oi. <laughs> I think yeah, we're going to break Lance in this one. Their parts look like they're playing the Oregon Trail. <laughs> like a text-based game from 1980. It was straight up clip like GTA five clipping stuff. Well, they they would have never made it through the movie then. They would have died by getting bit by a rattlesnake. 
<laughs> or died of dysentery. Oh gosh, how many times does that happen when you play? I hate that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. This I hate to say it, but this might be bottom ten for might me. Might be on a list. Yeah, this maybe. might be this might be bottom five. See, I'm we so... knew if we stuck it out for the year, we'd get our top and bottom, our our firm, a, a firm top ten and a firm top bottom list, and it is it is proving to be the case. We're getting there, guys. Yeah, I like Next I said, maybe we're getting there. Like I said, I am such a fan of his and his movies. This guy, he has a style about him. Uh, doing science fiction, he's so perfect for doing it. When when I heard he was doing a RoboCop movie, I got super excited. That'd be awesome. I'd totally watch that. But I don't know what the fuck you were. He wrote this himself. I don't know if he wrote the other his other movies, but I don't know if he did. I went back and looked because of this movie. (laughs) This was this like a. I'm not trying to shit on you, Neil, but was this like something that was just kind of tossed to the side and you had nothing to do and you were like, let's film this? I have a theory. All right. We're going to wait, though. Keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done because, like I said, I've been trying to be positive about my reviews and stuff, so I'm not going to try to shit on this anymore. But, yeah, this is probably one of my most disappointing of who was attached to make this movie, it just made it disappointing to me. There's a good word for it. Lance, what do you think? I don't think this was a Neil Blomkamp movie. I, I, all kidding aside, guys, conspiracy theory time. He's probably dating a super hot, young, uh, super ultra gorgeous chick. Huh. And she said, hey, I've got an idea for a script, Neil. And he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Let, let's hear it. You is know? that what he sounds Wait like? A I don't know how he talks. <laughs> He's South African. He actually oh, doesn't sake, sound man. that different. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to try a South African accent. Um, I think you just did. So Elon. <laughs> Long story short, I know I I don't think he did this movie. It, I, there's no way. This is so different from anything he's ever done. I don't even see a hint of his his filmmaking style in this. Um, you know. That is does it, happen. Is it? Is it maybe because he stepped out of what he's done before? It didn't come out right. Makes sense because there's the a writing, lot of oh the writing. The writing is what concerns me. He's better than that. What a mess, right? Like, what, I, am I right? You is may not. A, you may not be wrong with that, dude. Yeah, yeah because be wrong. Phil, you said you went back and you seen he he wrote his other movies. Well, he wrote in con- uh I-, I think he wrote maybe Elysium by himself, but Chappie and uh District 9 he wrote w- is awesome. in combination with somebody else. I'm not a huge Chappie fan, but District 9 was a a, a masterpiece almost, right? Yeah. Now, cool. now, see, I am a fan of Chappie and yeah, he is one of the writers and I felt like Chappie had so much heart to it. Yeah. Do you think think maybe it was because he didn't have his big actor that's in all of his other movies in this? Oh, Charles, Charles, Charles. Yeah, you know what? The the dude that was running the strange place that we can't say who who he's really involved with yet because we got to save that for for spoilers. But uh, he kind of reminded me of him a few times, like his looks and his oh the when he the, would the camera. I got a, a Charlotte vibe. Are oh, you I talking about the the bald guy? 
Yeah, the dude that ran the the medical okay, clinic. Okay, yeah. See, now, if and you never... That's all it was, just a medical clinic, right? If you never that's seen him, and then he was revealed later, and it was Charlotte, it yeah. might have bumped it up a little bit for me. You think so? <laughs> this was a mess, dude. It was. I mean, this was horrible. <laughs> this was definitely a bottom ten. I mean, it firmly... Firmly in the bottom ten, bottom ten of the year. It's this could have been, like I said, four or five different pretty good movies if they'd stuck with one type of film or one genre. Yeah, it's just back and forth and like I don't know a whole bunch of different weird people. Let's do this and let's do this and let's mix the. I see. I can't say what the group is and the. And I want to say a joke right now, but I have to save that for spoilers. So <laughs> it's just, I mean, if you want to watch it, watch it for, for crying out loud. It's out there. You can rent it for seven ninety nine on Amazon, but uh, I wouldn't maybe, suggest it. Maybe listen to our spoilers first. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I was, I was wondering what you guys were thinking about this one, but I was watching it. And there's a scene... Uh, towards the beginning, um, where she's sitting at a, a red light and she sort of zones yeah. out. Somebody yeah. honks behind and her, and they got a, they honk behind her. You know, which is a, it, not a terrible scene. It happens to everybody. Right. And if they had been going for that sort of vibe the whole movie, mm-hmm. uh, then I guess that makes sense. But I felt like that scene sort of encapsulated a lot of the movie. I was. Waiting for the goddamn light to turn green and zoned out. <laughs> I think this movie had some of the worst acting I've seen in in years. Yeah, from man. Every, and the dude that ran that medical facility was just fucking like he was. I swear to God, they had cue cards right behind the camera. I mean, this guy was just wooden, more wood than Pinocchio, man. Yeah, wooden. Wooden is a very good way to describe most of the acting. Um, I didn't. I didn't hate the 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 main chick. She did pretty good. She looked like. Um, well, that makes one of us that didn't hate her. <laughs> I, I didn't hate her either. I just didn't think she was given anything to do. <laughs> right. She wasn't. She didn't do anything special. But she I mean, she didn't, she didn't. She didn't fuck it up. She looked like. Now I just thought of it. Numi oh, Rapace. She looks like Numi Rapace. Yeah. A little Come bit. Come on, dude. Maybe she can't hold Numi Rapace's jockstrap. I didn't well, say she true. acted like her. And <laughs> yeah, Numi. Her I don't think Numi wears a jockstrap. <laughs> like, like her, her uglier younger sister. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's so beautiful. <laughs> Um, but her friend, uh, that dude that was in the movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one who was so unbelievably. I couldn't. I I, I don't know. You know, well, we'll we'll get into that part in spoilers. Okay. But there was one really there. There was a couple of scenes that I thought were really good. Oh, and, and really yeah. creepy. Yeah. I'm like Willy Wonka, the Willy Wonka meme where he puts his hand on his <laughs> on his chin <laughs> and he's like, "Do tell." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, her the the guy friend that drove the jeep or whatever the pickup truck, and uh, he was garbage. I like I hate to say that I'll about see. somebody, but man, he phoned this fucking performance in big time. He looked like he was straight up reading lines off the script. <laughs> Didn't see that. Now, now that we're sense. the lines were bad too. <laughs> maybe they were talking about it. Maybe nobody that was cast in the movie was interested in being in it. I guess. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. It, because it, even the, the the Asian guy that's uh, one of the, the he was uh, given the test. I've seen that guy he, in a lot of things. Oh, he's in a lot of shit. He was uh, he was in uh, almost famous Ben Fong Torres. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he's doing the interview with the guy. He said, "This is Ben Fong Torres from Rolling Stone." Yeah, he Stop. he he's been in a lot of things, and he <laughs> felt like he was just. Out. Yeah, that's not fair because he's a decent actor. You know, he's I, I, in a lot of roles. I didn't hate him or the other bad guy. I mean, it's obvious who they were. I mean, you know, spoiler, what the fuck ever. But you they, know, they, as soon as you see him, who's the bad guy? We're gonna watch this, Philip. Don't don't tread they lightly. Switch, they should have switched roles. Yeah. Think? Yes, I think they probably should have switched roles. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think right. that would have made a bit of difference, guys. But I, I, I thought I, I, I don't hate what either one of them gave to this movie. Like yeah. those were probably two of my favorite characters. Um, but yeah, the other rest, it was it was it was a very disappointing movie. Because when I was first watching it, I was like, oh, man, all right, uh, you know, IFC Midnight does a lot of low budget stuff. And I think this one was low budget. And they do a lot of great stuff. Yeah, and but they do, yeah. A lot of it is very artsy and really cool. And uh, when I first started watching this one, I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'll, I'll give him a chance. Maybe it's like a first-time filmmaker or something. I didn't realize it was Neil Blomkamp until I looked it up, and I was like, what in the fuck did he just give us? <laughs> this guy went from literally being nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture for his best movie to this. Yeah. <laughs> Like if he was in if he was in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen, he'd get kicked the fuck out. <laughs> it was a bad night, Neil. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's do scores and and, and roll the spoilers because I'm kind of excited to talk about this. Uh, Brian, I think you went first. Uh, I don't know what to give it even. <laughs> Four, three and a half on ten. Right. Yeah, I was going to say four, maybe he's a little generous. <laughs> Did we see the same movie? I don't know, Lance. What did you think? I'll give it two. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, more than I thought you were going to give it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Trust me. There's a few worse that we'll talk about on our end of year, but. I'll give it to it, it'll make the list guaranteed you know what won't make the list What's escape that? room 2 oh yes it will <laughs> oh yes it will it'll make my list you wait till we hit October when they oh, dump yeah. a whole bunch of horror movies on us <laughs> I'm gonna have to do 31 movies in one month oh yeah. <laughs> well I'm going to give it uh, I'm gonna go kind of in the middle I, I'm gonna say a th- and no, I'll go three and a half. I think three and a half is fair. Because, you know, if it wasn't Neil Blumkamp, it, it wouldn't have been so bad, I, I, I think, you know? Yeah, you, attaching his name as director and writer and I'm seeing producer. I don't think you're, you did you're, it, guys. I really don't. I'm just saying with, with his name attached to it, your expectation goes up. I think yes. he's... I think he's James Wan. This one, guys. Exactly. That's so, where I like. Going. I'm looking at like the people involved. Who? Because it says directed by, written by, produced by. 
Mm-hmm. So was it one of the actors that wrote this movie? <laughs> maybe, or maybe it was just some unknown. I mean, because I literally just heard a uh, Miss Pat is a stand-up comic. She pitched oh, a show. I love her. I yeah, love her. she's great. She she pitched a show and uh, and and got this um, sitcom on BET, but. Okay. She didn't write it. She put her name on it and turned it in just in case they turned it down because her buddy <laughs> wrote it. Okay. And she didn't want him to get blackballed if they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And when they said that they liked it, he was uh, she was like, oh, OK, well, this guy wrote it. And, you know, all's well that ends well. But maybe. Maybe that's what this was. Maybe Neil Blomkamp just put his name on the movie. To hide somebody else. I, I mean, that's was, kind of the only thing that makes sense at this point. I, I know, you know, conspiracy theory and all. Maybe maybe he needs help writing because maybe I think Elysium's uh, Elysium's again. Chappie, I disagree. Because Elysium out of District Nine, Elysium and Chappie, Elysium's kind of the lower one. Yeah, that's, I think so that's too. the I only mean, one he. That's the only one. It's the only one I'll he wrote. wrote story. It's the only one he wrote by himself. And I love it. And I think this movie was written and directed by somebody who gives a fucking all-star blowjob. <laughs> I have no other answer. There's no way Neil Baumkamp did this. There's no well, way. And I, there, there could be a good movie in here, but the, I think oh. they maybe try to com- smash too much shit together. The, and then they, the, there were so go. many scenes where... Yeah. Disjointed. It was just like, oh, here's this quick information to just move the story plot along, and then they'll show like a five minute fucking scene of a car ride. We got to well, talk that, about. See, you see, that was the fucking the that was the fucking guy. Her her one friend. That's yeah. The only reason he was in the movie was to fucking tell us what what was going on. Right. Then after he was done, I was like, okay, you can, I don't know, leave. But he does it like I was it reading was- listener feedback. <laughs> can we do spoiler alert so we can give the big joke? Yeah, let's do it. Three, two, one. <laughs> this is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. So the so the Vatican has a black ops division? <laughs> the what? The Vatican has a black ops division. I, I think that, that would have been fucking cool. Yeah, I thought that would have been <laughs> fucking <done> well. <laughs> no, when they said that, I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Oh my, they're using fucking, they're using technology <laughs> yeah. to fucking do exorcisms, and they fucking suit up. And then the next time you see them, they're all fucking dead. Right. That Wait, suit the, up scene. Where that's when I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah, this is going to be a cool movie. It's, it's about to turn right here. And then they're all dead. And I'm like, well, could, could we at least see them get killed or something? Instead of swastik as they had crosses. <laughs> and like my first thought when I saw that suit up scene was where the fuck was this for the rest of the movie? I'm like, all right, here we go. This is going to be a different movie in the second half. And then it just wasn't. <laughs> And another thing, there was so many like background fucking noises, like alarm clocks going off and phones ringing. (laughs) And I see what they're kind of doing, trying to be atmospheric and all. But that shit was annoying. Like, I don't remember that. Like, there's certain there's certain things. There's certain things that I liked in this, like when she would go 
into her mother's mind, she would basically report back that, yeah, that was my childhood home, but it was different. And they would tell her, that's how your mother remembers it. Mm-hmm. And I like little things like that. But then they just they never played off of anything. And one thing I will always say I love, especially after watching the old studio uh, shorts, I love his creature designs. Yes, that the was one of the things I was going to say. I, I did like the bad was, guy. That was cool when the chick started like she bent over backwards. Like that was my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. But dude, yeah, we could have Brian. You could you could have picked the Night House this week that came out. That looks kind of creepy with the oh. the the, the uh, opposite mirror image house that the guy built that was her husband. Oh, oh yeah. like that Kevin Bacon movie. Oh yeah, you would have had to pair it with that. Nah, I'm glad you picked this one. I don't <laughs> want to rewatch that piece of shit. No, I mean, but how 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 would you think you're gonna go that wrong with Neil Blomkamp directing? I mean, because this dude was yeah, supposed to true. direct an Alien movie, you know? He was. Oh, his concept art was so amazing. Right. Yeah. Everybody and was really excited about it. And he's done some really cool shit. And this happen. was not one of those things. I, I think, Lance, I, I do think he made this, but I think he was just kind of nothing was going on because of the pandemic. And he just wanted to throw something out there. It is. This will make sense, Brian. This, I, I just, that argument, man. No, I, well, that's... I, Go ahead. He was. He was. I'm sorry. He was just. Uh, he was just on Joe Rogan. Actually, I. I was doing a little homework and listening to the the podcast. Did uh, Joe tell him his movie sucked? Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. But. <laughs> but that's that's kind of what he said when he was talking about this movie is that everything was shut down in the pandemic, and uh, he was like, "Well, it's, I can either do nothing or I can create something." Okay. And so he. Created something, I guess, and he said he'd always he'd always wanted to do kind of a low budget horror movie. Uh, he oh. did that, and it didn't go well. Ouch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking maybe if this was kind of remade into a short. Yeah, they could have cut forty five minutes out of this film easily. <laughs> Yeah. Which is weird because a lot of the like there were the the transition moments in the plot where they were like I said I mean they they deliver this wooden ass line that made no sense just to move the plot along and then the next scene would be five minutes of a fucking car driving and seeing the headlights from above mm. I'm like man it's kind of a cool shot but we've also seen it a hundred thousand times what the fuck are you doing it's you're just taking up time in your movie or in you the tried to rush it earlier. And the end was so fucking stupid. Yeah. You're still alive after stabbing yourself with a fucking oh, God, demon yes. killing dagger. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, Brian. And the and invisible been, demon was That should have been like a sacrifice, right? That should have been her getting yeah. up and walking around and being in a hospital bed. And yeah. And then the guy on. shows up to see her in the hospital. I'm like, you right. don't need to be here no more. We don't need anything I'm, explained. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, and nobody ever felt for that character. He was just sort of there. Wow. And he he should have been badass. Yeah. Because he was studying and doing research. Like, he knew everything that he yeah. needed to know because of whatever incident that happened in the past. Which also should, made no fucking sense. Why did he know all that stuff? I think he was a part of something that, I, I think I missed it. He was a part of something that happened. No, you probably didn't miss it. 
No, See, I think that's they what did. I was thinking. I was like, I was there did. something that he was involved in that I don't understand? I think they kind of they referenced it, but didn't explain it. Yeah, it like, something happened which led him to do research, and he just kind of like um he knew about the mom when she made that thing with the chicken bones or whatever the little yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was it was a stretch for him to be that guy all of a sudden. It should have been the best friend. He had the trailer that he opened up. It should have the we should have got all that from the best friend. Yeah, the best the friend time. was just like the best friend was just window dressing, just a, oh, God, a hot she was chick to show up. In the- she was the worst actor in this movie. I liked that scene where she bent over back. I did back too. That was cool. I, I liked. Yeah, but I like that wasn't her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, but even like before she puts the mask on and she's like, you can find me in the woods or whatever. Yeah, uh, I thought they were going to lead to that something was pretty like they were going to find her in the fucking woods. Well, they did. No, it, it was it was just to lead them to because where they found her was close by where they took her mom. That was the yeah. only reason they did that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the creature design was cool. I, I didn't like the uh, invisible fucking bird monster at the end, though. <sighs> that was kind of ridiculous. I was like, all right, jump the shark here. <laughs> jump the shark? Fucking Neil Blomkamp. Shark was jumped five minutes into the movie. Are we done? Yeah, oh. I think we are. I, I guess so, man. This Disappointing, disappointing. Uh-oh. Is Naz back? No. That was me. <laughs> As uh, always. <laughs> hopefully he's got some other stuff in the shoot, man. I'm 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 not I'm not counting him out, but this this one was not like he should not have left. He's he shouldn't have let this come out. out. Down but not out, huh? Yeah, I mean, but you gotta have some kind of quality control, man. You could, there's no way that he watched this movie and went, "Wow, that's really good." I'm proud to have my name on that. Do you think? Do you think maybe he owed the studio a movie or something? He just like, here, what what's in my drawer? Oh, here's a script I never wanted to do. Very possible, man. Well, I mean, I imagine it's gonna make money just off the name, and if it was low budget. I mean, it, it might just be a paycheck. I'm seeing here. Oh, wait. Reception. It is a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. You know what? Not this good. thing was $7.99 just to rent it on Amazon. They right. are good for the cash grab, aren't they? Yeah. I, oh, I, I, you guys are right. Either he I was think, running out of money or, I mean, it's just I cash grab. It was Neil Baumkamp. He just threw it out there to make some money. Yeah, I that that's just what I'm thinking. Like oh maybe this, maybe the studio was like, you know, we we haven't gotten anything from you in a while. What's going on? <laughs> and like I said, he dug through his desk and he was like, here's the script I wrote when I was 12. Yes, because that's what it looks like. That's what some of the lines are like. The, the writing is really fucking bad, man. It doesn't make any sense. He's probably on an ayahuasca trip. <laughs> I mean, the idea is cool. I, I I don't mind them meshing all that shit together. It was just the lines and how they got there, like the the details of it were not good. <laughs> okay. God damn it, Neil. And the <laughs> outro. As always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. 
we would love to hear your feedback and ideas. <laughs> this is bad. This Neil, is we love you. Please come bad. on the show. Okay. <laughs> uh, we would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. And please, for feedback, folks, email us, please. We love your Facebook feedback, but emails, we're going to guarantee to read those on every show. Uh, but follow us everywhere and look for us on the Horror Returns uh, Google since our website's still not up because Philip and I are still too lazy to actually make the website. But one day we will have the HorrorReturns.com because we did buy it, so we might as well use it. Um, next week, now, this is going to be a top ten, Brian. What movie <laughs> are we going to watch next week, Brian? Uh, the spiritual sequel Reboot? Stop it. I don't You're know what it's... You're it in a way that's making sorry, me hate Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's, it's Candyman, dude. Candyman. Candyman. Looks like the, a little more seriously. At the movie the that... The, it's Candyman. The, the thing that kind of has got me a little bit hyped is the director. I forgot her name. Nia. Nia. Sorry, I forgot your name. I think based off of this, they gave her the, the Captain Marvel sequel. You know what? I if it's got Candyman in it, I'm totally in, dude. And Tony Todd it de- definitely makes an appearance in this movie. I'm gonna call it now. We're gonna get Candy Men. Oh, ah, okay. There so there was a line a in the movie protege. where when there was a line in the trailer saying when when who when, I think they was asking who is Candyman, and he's he said he's not a who. He's the whole damn hive. Right, the whole damn hive. That's right. So, who, what part does Manta play in this? He is the lead role. Who is one of these people that has been told stop saying Candyman? So, is he going to be in the Beehive? You think? I think he's going to be one of them. Okay. All right. So, we're also going to check out 2005's The Boogeyman. Never heard of it. So, I apologize ahead of time. All right. Well, so until the horror returns again, Brian. Good night.